Hi everybody, welcome to Tea and Talk with Toya, formerly known as Organized State of Mind. I'm your host Latoya Nicole, author, organizer, certified belief therapist, and life coach. On this show, we will discuss soul-penetrating topics that will challenge your belief systems. You see, belief systems are one of the main reasons why people are stagnant. So tune in every Tuesday as we uncover the thinking errors, we bring understanding and healing so that you can move forward with your goals. Time out for circling. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Tea and Talk with Toya. I'm your host, Latoya Nicole. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode as I share a little bit about um, decluttering. Now, this is something that we can definitely use, some information we can use prior to going into 2021, especially if we want to go into this year with some clarity of mind. Now, clutter in your space is stagnant energy. If the energy in the area is stagnant, that may be a direct link to why you are stagnant when it comes to doing the things that you need to do. There is a direct link between your mental health and your living space. So if you have things in your space that you are not using and you're just kind of storing them in there, if something is not being used, it's, it's just sitting and it's stagnant. There's no motion. There's no flow. Everything is energy. Once we learn, once we learn that, I think it'll make it easier for people to understand that if you have things in your area and you're not using them, that's going to affect you emotionally, mentally. And then it's going to then you're going to see it in your behavior. So when we talk about stagnancy, there's no flow. It's just sitting still. So when you think about your clutter, there is no flow. It's just sitting still. And then when you think about your progress, there's no flow. It's just sitting still. So I hope um, that makes sense and you can understand what I mean when I say that the energy is stagnant. Anything that keeps you from using a room the way you desire is clutter. It doesn't matter if it's if it's so neat and clean, you get someone to come over and clean. It's it's stacked up in boxes in a corner. It doesn't matter if you intend to use a space for one reason, but you have a bunch of stuff in there that has nothing to do with how you intended to use the space. It's still clutter. And there's a home that you can you can put that stuff in like a storage room. A storage room is where you put your your boxes and different things that you're not using. That's where that goes out there in the stagnant space, not in in an area that you're using every day. Okay. And um, remember, and also there are many costs to, associated with chaos. Clutter is chaos. It is it's it's it is because anything that's not organized is chaotic. Okay. So some of the costs include poor mental health. And we kind of just got an idea of that when I spoke about the stagnant energy. 
And then there's um, debt. If you are not organized and everything is everywhere, then you could be missing paying bills, number one. Number two, if you don't know what you have because you don't have everything in a, in a proper home, then you're buying stuff that you don't need. Debt, and it's putting you in debt. And then there's the isolation piece. You can't invite anybody over because they're tripping over crap as soon as you come in and you don't have a closet big enough to stuff everything in before they get there. So now you're isolating yourself. You can't even have people over. And then not to mention the fire hazards. You got too much stuff in one in one space. It's causing a fire hazard because if you can't get to your windows to get out of them in a case of an emergency, it okay, it's too much. It's a fire hazard and you could you could um harm yourself, okay? Um before you start the process of decluttering any area of your home, you have to understand why. Don't write because I heard this lady on a podcast talking about it and I know I have that problem, so I need to do this. No, that's not a good enough reason. Okay, you have to really let this um, sink in and soak it up and absorb what I'm saying and understand on different levels. This is why I need to do this. I need to declutter my home because I have goals that I want to accomplish and this clutter is preventing me from achieving my goals. That's, that's a clear understanding of why you want to do something. And also understanding why you want to do it, it's going to help you maintain that momentum and focus on your desired outcome. So you're going to stick with it until you see that vision that you've created in your head or that vision that you've um, written down and made plain. So you're not going to give up on yourself when you understand why you're doing something. A lot of times, a lot of us jump into something and we don't even understand why. Now, we may feel like, oh, I'm doing this because somebody else is doing that. But that's not a good enough reason why. Because why are you doing what somebody else is doing? I, I can't say it enough. Your sauce is your sauce. Do what you need to do that's going to help you. Okay, not because it's what somebody else um, thinks you should be doing, not because you want to look a certain way before people you heal from all of that. Okay, and do things because you know it's beneficial to you and your family and your future, period. So take observation of your space that you desire to um, declutter. If you have multiple areas, which some people may need to declutter their entire home. You're only going to focus on one space at a time. Please do not ever try to declutter two and three spaces at once. Let me tell you something. You are going to burn yourself out and you're probably not going to want to do it anymore. And then that's going to cost you more money because if somebody has to come do it for you, you can prepare yourself to pay thousands of dollars for that. Okay. All right. So. If you have those multiple areas and you need to do like your entire house, you're going to you're going to choose the room that's most important to you. And for me, the most important room is where I spend most of my time, which will probably be my office. So that's where I would start. Um always start with where do you spend your most time and 
which room is, is most important for you? Which, which room will bring you the most joy? Which room is needed to help you accomplish your goals? So ask yourself those things. And once you finish one, you can move on to the next. Please don't ever forget to take before and after pictures. Take those before pictures so that you can put it up on the wall and then you can monitor your progress and reward yourself every step of the way. You do not have to celebrate at graduation. You can celebrate each semester, each goal you, each goal you accomplish, each um, milestone. You can celebrate then. You don't have to wait until you graduate, meaning when you completely finish everything. Okay? So what do you want when you're creating your, your goal for your space? Ask yourself this. What do I want for this space? Like, what do I want for it? What will be its intended use? How will I use this space? How do I want to feel every time I come into that particular space? Because right now, you're feeling discouraged. You feel a weight on you. You're, you're feeling lazy because you keep procrastinating. You feel like you can't get anything done. If you want to feel like that, then, then let it remain how it is. But if you want to feel motivated, you want to feel confident, you, you want to feel at peace, then there is a way to build that in that space. But you got to declutter it first. So when you are setting your goal for the area, use the SMART goals approach. Specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, time bound. Use the SMART goal approach when you are um, setting goals for the area, the area or areas that you are um, decluttering. And remember, each area is going to have a different goal because you use it for different things. So once your goal is clear, it's understood, you can, you can probably start moving on to the act of decluttering. But let me tell you this. There are some tips that I want to share with you. Um, if you decide that you're going to pick up and, and start decluttering because you are tired of feeling the way you've been feeling for the past however many years, allow yourself a week to prepare. When someone comes to me for me to coach them through this, because yes, I coach people through decluttering processes. I have a package called the Clutter Reset Package. Now it's for six weeks, but if you only have one space, you may not need six weeks. So I do customize the packages. That's why the clarity calls are important. So allow yourself a week for preparation before you begin. And within, within this week, you're going to purchase your supplies. You're going to set up your station. You are going to do some journal prompts. You're going to prepare yourself mentally, emotionally, and physically. You're going to, if you live with people, get them on board. Let them know what you got going on so you can have that support. You have to really prepare. If you ever watched the television show Hoarders and you saw how they were having mental breaks when people were throwing away their things, that's real life. And that could really happen, especially if you have attachments, unhealthy attachments to things. So give yourself a week to prepare. Don't say, oh, I'm listening to this podcast on Saturday and Sunday, I'm going to do this. No, 
You don't need to you don't need to dive in until like the next Saturday. Okay? So yeah, you're gonna purchase your supplies. You're gonna allow yourself enough time to complete the project without procrastinating. So you're not gonna you're not gonna give yourself okay, I'm going to give myself a whole month to get this area decluttered, but <laughs> 10 days of the month, you put it off to the next day. No, 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 no. You're going to pick a time frame each day you desire to clutter. So, I'm, I'm sorry, each day you desire to declutter. I apologize about that. So, if I was going to do a room now, it's not going to take me a whole month to do one room because, you know, I'm a professional. I could do a whole room in one day, but I don't encourage anyone to try that unless it's a very small space, like a bathroom. So we have seven days in a week. If at 7 p.m. every day, you're gonna set that alert in your phone that you're gonna spend 30 minutes each day in, in that space decluttering. When you go into the space, you're not gonna see it as a whole. You're going to see it as a pie that you've cut and you've cut it in many pieces. So you're going to start in the corner and you're going to work your, your way all the way around the room until you're finished. Timing yourself 30 minutes each day, 30 minutes, you guys. If it's a space where there's a lot of papers that you have to sort through, put those papers on, on your station which is just like a table a, a table that you can fold and unfold that you may set out in the hallway outside of the room. Sit those papers. If they can fit on there, sit them on there. If not, put them in the middle of the floor. And once you've made your way all the way around that pie, then you come and do that last. Please do not try to sort through papers during during your 30 minute sessions before you get the entire space done because you're going to spend so much freaking time on paper you are going to feel like you've accomplished nothing and you're going to get frustrated and you may give up on the project paper goes last once you have completed decluttering the entire space you have to get the space cleaned so a, a part of your supplies is cleaning um products and this is all in my ebook. Again, this is in my ebook. So you're going to either hire somebody to come clean it up or you can clean it up. But you do not bring anything back into that space until it's decluttered and clean and you've, and you've set your intention, which you should have done that a long time ago, you know, like before you got to this point. So the next thing you want to do, uh, and I've kind of already talked about this, is break the space into small chunks. When I talked about the pie, that's kind of what I meant. You know, work the area from one corner all the way around until you have you finished. Schedule um, breaks. Now, within the 30 minutes, if you need to take, which you shouldn't, but if you're a newbie, you may need, you may need to take five just to catch your breath, especially if it's a lot of stuff because you can really get a lot done in 30 minutes, you guys. So if you need to take a break, five minute break, take you a five minute break and then resume. But don't go and sit on the couch and watch a whole episode of For Life. That's no. Five minute break, get you some water, go back and dive back in. Some of you may not even need a break. I mean, come on. I've 
I've decluttered a whole space in a couple of hours and didn't take a break. But I'm a professional. So most of you may not most of you may not be familiar with the decluttering process. You probably never had to do this before. And if you've done it, you probably didn't do it um, the proper and healthy way. So if you have to take a break again, just five minutes, you guys, and get back to work because we don't want to put ourselves in this cycle of procrastinate, procrastination just because we took a break. All right. So the next tip, get help from an unbiased person. If you have things in there that your great, great, great grandmother gave you and they're probably broke and you know you're not going to use them and you're really ready to detach don't bring anyone in your family in there to help you. That's related, you know, that's directly related to great, great, great grandma. Because if you do, they're going to, why are you throwing this away? Uh-uh, you got to keep this. No, why are you throwing this away? Nuh-uh, you got to keep. That's what you're going to get. So if I were you, I would just get a friend. A friend that does not know great, great, great grandma and the attachments that's associated with that stuff. Get a coworker, somebody, but please don't get anybody in your family. Um, as I mentioned before, take those before and after photos so that you can kind of see where you are as far as your progress. Um, I talked about the paper. So, you know, do the paper very last. And you also want to create a plan for the unwanted items that are in good condition. I'm not saying the unwanted items that are broke. They go in the trash. Okay, <laughs> but if they're unwanted items and they're actually in good condition, then you may want to sell them. You can make some money off them. You can have a garage sale. You can do consignment shops. You can eBay. Uh, I don't even know if Craig is Craigslist still around. Like, I don't even know. Y'all ever watched a Craigslist killer? Like, oh my God, that is so weird. But <laughs> let go. Um, I've actually sold something on let go. When I turned my office into, well, my office was a bedroom at first, fully furnished bedroom. But I didn't want a bed in here anymore. I, I wanted it to be an office. I put the bedroom set on let go and somebody bought the bed. Only thing was she was a young girl and she didn't really have a way to pick it up. And... Um, myself and a friend of mine had to take it to her. So that was extra because delivering it to your home is one thing. Meeting you somewhere with it was, you know, that's cool. But I had to come all the way to your house. Um, yeah, that's extra. So anyway, Facebook market is one. So you have options. Or if it's stuff that you just want to give away and you don't want to make any money off you have places that you can take it to that will make money off it for you. <laughs> Thrift stores. Yeah, go take it over there and they'll get their money for you. Okay. So most of the information that I'm going over is definitely in my ebook, Clutter Reset. If you feel like this is something you're ready to do, you can definitely grab a copy of that book. If you think you need coaching, you need somebody to walk you through this process week to week then that's something else that you can um, consider that I can definitely help you with. Definitely. But you make sure you do all of your pre-work and your preparation at least a week before you start this process. And grab a journal so that you can journal the experience every step of the way. When you hire me to coach you, I actually give you 
journal um, prompts for each day to start digging things up. Now, it's going to be about the clutter, but not just the clutter in the space, but your mental and emotional clutter, too. So it's going to really make you think and make you more aware of how you feel about the stuff that's, that you've been holding on to. And here's some signs that you may have clutter blindness. You may not even realize that you are clutter. <laughs> so here are some signs that you may have clutter blindness. You don't notice piles and are prone to leave piles everywhere. Yeah, there are some people you can walk in their homes and, and I'm like, oh my gosh, but they don't even notice. It's not even a big deal to them because they're clutter blind. Okay. Um, your home is not a stress-free place. You should not be getting off work where it's already stressful, especially if you have a micromanaging boss. And then you're coming home and you can't even have peace of mind. Like you can't even, you can't even take a good hot bath with a candle, you know, with a candle lit and some soft music playing because you have too much crap in your bathroom. And it's just like, I'll just take a shower so I can hurry up and get out of here. Come on, you're clutter blind. And then you have the third thing, you have no systems in place and nothing has a home. Everything that you own has a home. When you're when you're decluttering your space, you may find things that goes in the kitchen in in the bedroom or wherever you decide to go. Now, of course, during the process, you're not going to take those things and go put them in the kitchen. Know that one of the boxes that you're going to purchase and label, it's called the keep box. So if you put things in the keep box that you want to keep, then once you finish this process to start organizing and it does not go in the, in the room that you just cleaned, go take it where it goes. That's when you do that. But you don't do that along the way. You don't say, oh my God, my blow dryer, let me go put it in the bathroom. If you know you're not about to use it, and obviously you're not because it's probably been in that room for a year, then put it in the key box and go deal with that later. Doing like distractions is how we lose momentum. And we are so easily distracted. We may find pictures and we're like, oh my gosh. Look at the baby. I haven't seen these pictures in years. You're distracted. Put that in the key box and keep it moving. Okay? <laughs> so, when you are in the process of decluttering and you are picking up these items and it's difficult for you to let go, here are a few questions that you can ask yourself. Do I need it? Or do I just want it? Does this item match my goals? Do I want to create a home for it? Can I manage without it? Do I love it? Am I keeping it because of guilt? Hmm, do I know anyone who may need it? Am I keeping it to avoid something emotional? Do I have more than one of it? So if you're doing this process alone by yourself, those are some questions that you can ask yourself when letting when you're, you know, letting go of difficult items. 
I hope this information has helped. Decluttering 101. Remember, you can't organize a space until you've decluttered it. If you need any coaching, please reach out to me. Schedule a clarity call so that I can build the perfect package for you. A lot of people go on my website, they look at my packages, they may see one thing in the package that they may not need, not realizing they probably do need it. I can build you a package based on your need. Okay? This is why most coaches like clarity calls. <laughs> so you tell me what you need. I can tell you what I can do. I can give you the time frames and the price points. It's that simple. But you don't have to go into another year of your life holding on to excess baggage. Remember, what is going on internally is, is a direct reflection of our space and vice versa. Our space is a direct reflection of what's going on internally and what's going on internally is a direct reflection of our living space. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you got something from it. Please reach out to me if you are under the sound of my voice and you need help in this capacity. This is not just for your home. This is for your business because a lot of us are, are functioning off E because we have no systems in place at our little, at our, not little, I apologize, at our small business because some of us have small businesses and they lack organization. Some of us have big businesses that lack organization. Whatever the, whatever the case is, fix it. There are people out there who can help you so that everything can flow smoothly the way it the way it's supposed to. Every job that I've had, I go, I study the flow and the things that they want done. I look at the system and immediately I'm I'm coming up with a plan on how to change the system to make it um, flow smooth for everybody. And there are people that can vouch for that. And it and it was effortless uh, for me. It didn't, I didn't have to think hard about it at all. I could just see it and, and tell them, do this, this, that, and the other, and boom, it's done. I've held a job where I put um, site procedures together, condensing two departments like into one because they had two separate departments that didn't need to be separate. We could all flow together. So I created site procedures so that everyone can flow and no one's running over the, the other. Everyone has a duty, everyone has a task, everyone has their own responsibility. So when something doesn't get done, nobody can point the finger and say it was somebody else. I made it just that easy. So it can be done. I believe in you. I believe that if you need help, you'll reach out to me. So let's get it. Let's do it. Let's, let's change some things. Let's reset our clutter <laughs> before 2021. I'll see you at the top. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Tea and Talk with Toya. I greatly appreciate the support. If anything that was said today on this episode resonated with you, please share on your platforms. 
You can reach me at www.latoyanicoleinc.com. Have a wonderful one.